ready for them. Good morning. It's nine on a Tuesday. I have Dr. Chaka. I got Jennifer with you here in studio. I'm going to throw us the the FM real quick, and we're going to get this going. If you're watching on social media, share this out. If you're hanging out and you're you're listening back to this in podcast form on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. Thank you so much. Send this link to a friend. And that's a reminder. You can always go back and listen to every, pretty much every episode of Kickstart is, is podcasted for over like a year and like two months or three months or so, which is really cool. Here we go. Good morning. This is KHEA Radio, 99.5 FM. This is Kickstart. I'm Gardy. That's Maddie Mullins, 99% Soul. I love that song. Maddie Mullins, I feel like we're best friends. Me and him should be really good friends. We're friends on Instagram. Well, I mean, at least I follow him. That's usually the way it goes. But a good morning to you, whatever you got going on today. I believe we are going to interrupt that for a second. Maybe you can keep your predicti- uh, productivity going, but we're going to impart some something very beneficial to your life, health, wellness. It's heart month in February, so the entire show today is going to be talking about the heart and its heart health. Jennifer, how are you doing today? I am excellent this morning, ready to go. So we're doing uh, heart month, getting ready for our heart class next week mm-hmm. on the 24th. Um, living well, so we will. We're looking forward to seeing people then, and just wanted to make sure people were starting to think that direction and not, um, you know, last month we talked so much about the detox, but this month now we're starting to kind of change gears. And what else can we do to take care of ourselves so that we better feel better all the days of our lives? Yeah, what does that do to your heart? Does it, no, it, it's a lot of your your bowels and and overall affect your heart. Well, you can't take the pressure off the body and not make it easier for the heart to do its job, right? So one of the things is that when you're taking the pressure off the bowels, what you're doing is making it so that you can absorb nutrients better. Which organ gets the uh, most of the minerals is going to be your heart, right? The body wants to get the minerals to the heart. So the more you can absorb, the better off your heart will be for sure. Yeah, so heart first? Always, always. That's why it's so hard for people, you know, People don't really understand when they're drinking energy drinks and caffeine and things like that, that your heart gets that first, too. Who are those people? I don't know any of those people. I don't know any of those people. It used to be me, but, you know, post-detox, I have had caffeine maybe like, and it wasn't even like a full-size drink. It was like, I was just super thirsty and it was always there and I felt like I need to slip. You know, I need something. But well, I haven't had it. Well, so many people feel like they have to have it. And right. then you take it out for those 21 days. And then all of a sudden you realize, oh, maybe I don't have to have it. And so you could actually have it here and there and enjoy it as opposed to being dependent on it. Yeah. Maybe something different. So the nutrients and the minerals and all the stuff you're putting in your body, you know, during the detox, um, you mentioned like, hey, everything's trying to go to the heart first. Path, path of least resistance, is that to the heart or is it just in this like, is it a survival thing? Survival thing. Okay. Yeah. So- the heart is absolutely going to get first dibs as without it, you cannot function. Life seems, ceases to exist for you if the heart uh, goes into cardiac arrest or doesn't get blood flow that it needs in order to function like it's supposed to. So the heart gets first dibs on all nutrition. And thank, and thankfully so. I mean, if you think about it, you can nobody likes this conversation, but mm-hmm. they can live without their, um, their wrist their ankle now and, and, and none of us uh well give me a, th- a thumbs up if you don't like that response you know uh i, I like my <laughs> wrist and i like my ankles me too um but at the end of the day you cannot live without your beating heart 
if you don't get blood flow circulating around, you can't get nutrition to the destination of cell regeneration or cellular detoxification, and you can't get in, uh, in, in the regeneration process. You can't get oxygen to those tissues for stimulation and, and nourishment as well. And so the heart wants to uh, take first dibs on all aspects of, you know, what food is coming into the system. And, uh, and that's why, like, when you look at the way the body operates and why things like nitroglycerin work so well in a, in a state of emergency, they, it'll go straight through the buccal mucosa of your cheeks. The what? Your buccal <laughs> mucosa of your cheeks. <laughs> and, uh, and so your cheeks are an, you can te- any you know, tissue inside of the... I like that. Uh, any, any, uh, <laughs> it's okay. Uh, I was like, what is that? Uh, I was like, I like that voice. <laughs> it sounds good. And, yeah. Uh, it, when the heart a- 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 absolutely will will take ownership of what needs to come to it first, so it can do collateral bypasses. People don't realize that when you have a atherosclerosis, arterial sclerosis, thickening of the arterial linings in and around the coronary arteries, and that's the heart arteries. Mm-hmm. Um, the body, when given the parameters of exercise and when given the parameters of good nutrition can easily within about a two-week window create a collateral bypass what i mean by that is it can build an arterial uh, angiogenic support around the the clog and literally still survive and take care of itself so the now how does a person do that and you're going to be blown away it's not an extensive workout plan an extensive diet plan all life starts and stops nutrition is has been and always will be the fundamental backbone that allows your body to spiral out of control or to get traction to move forward walking program it's at a what we call a fat burning body uh heart rate potential and and in two weeks time at 20 minutes a day you can do, do collateral rebuild in a blockages that are built up in the heart like a prime range for your heart where this is like hey this is a good range for you to burn correct burn yeah fat. so like you so a lot of people go off of the the 220 which is max minus your age then times 65 percent and that's your your fat burning potential of sorts if okay. you will um and that's what a lot of the gym machines indicate a cardio machine is they have that statistic you kind of know if you're in a fat burning zone or a anaerobic, you know, a cardio metabolic zone where you're really pushing things. And, or if you're, you know what I mean? We use the from Philip Maffetone, a an Olympic trainer and a doctor, and he has uh, done great work with marathoners and triathletes and all your long distance and sprinters and and all your uh, athletics at that level, he takes 180 miles, and that's your fat-burning heart rate, un- and then you subtract five points medication that you're on, subtract five points major diagnosis that you've been given, not what you think or what Dr. Google says you have, because Dr. Google can scare the that you got everything. You yeah, I mean? that's the way it usually works. Is it what's is it WebMD or yeah. what's the place like? Type in your symptoms, and it's like I'm dying. Yeah, like right every time. I mean, you need to go seek emergency medical support immediately. Immediately, yeah. yeah. Life is not looking good for you, and I'm like, yeah, whatever. Uh, so, um, at the end of the day, um, the 180 minus your age, 
so for me, I'm 40, and so 180 minus my age would be what? 140. 40. So 140 is my target fat burning potential. So I typically stay between 135 and 142 if it's you know a little high. And um, and now if you're really a you are like charged up trainer or you're you know a high performance athlete, then you would add five. So you would go up. Now and I'd be at 145 or 150. <clears throat> and some days I you know I can push. It'll be fine. And, but what happens level is your body has the ability as time allows to burn at a higher engine rate, heart rate, but not to a point where it's only reaching for glucose as fuel. And so when your glycogen stores in your muscles and your liver burn out, your body look for extra sources of energy. There's, you know, the, the number one source. That's the, where the whole conversation of carb loading came from. And what your body really would like to do is to learn how to become a fat burning machine mm -hmm. and so you've got to train it to burn body fat as a fuel source effectively and efficiently and the way you do that is through this cardiovascular walking program 20 minutes at 180 minus your age minus five if you've got diagnoses or medications and you would subtract so yeah i've had patients when i used to be a trainer they would literally walk and their heart rate would be at that burning point and beyond and, and I would have them target uh, every a quarter mile, and then we would track it next month, and they would walk a quarter mile faster, their mile faster than the month prior. And that's because when you do fat-burning cardiovascular building through exercise, uh, you increase 80% more blood flow to t target tissues and capillary beds in throughout your whole body structure that you can't normally tap into. Okay, here's a question. This is from Amber, Amber Murphy. What's up, Amber? Shout out to Butler's Courtyard, which I know there's a, a Living Well clinical nutrition event coming up next, really soon in next February. Next Thursday, next Thursday night, February awesome. 27th. It's our post-detox uh, potluck, and we're really excited. So I think some people might think that they can only come if they did the detox, mm -hmm. but that's not true. You can come if you're just trying to figure it out. What, what have they been talking about all this time? So you can always come out to that and en enjoy us and have a meal with us. So that's February and it is courtyard. a potluck, so we are at you know bring your favorite bring something. detox right. meal. Right. And if you're unsure, like you're not sure, you you know it all um, pretty much anything vegetarian will work in that in that regard for people. So if you haven't done the detox with us, yeah. So Amber Amber asked. She said, "Hey, can we get that in writing?" Talking about that that formula. She said, "Did he say 180 your age plus five for any medication?" So what what is it? So it's a one 180 minus your age. And then if you have a diagnosis, um, you oh, you subtract five. If you've got multiple diagnoses, you subtract five. If you've got multiple medications, you subtract five. And and so five medications, I mean, we've got to be somewhat. And uh, But the game is to not be on meds, right? We don't want your body on the medications. And the whole point of this is to teach the body to burn body fat as a fuel source. Mm -hmm. And so we're we're getting away from the um, the burning you know sugar and the no pain no gain theory and pushing the body you know to that max potential where your body doesn't have time to burn body fat it's only reaching for quick energy sources and and it stresses it can actually become stressful and that's why we talk about being there's a difference between being fit enough to run a marathon and enough to run a marathon.
you need both. I mean, a lot of people after the end of these races, they're in the little medic ward uh, because they're, they're they're dehydrated. Their mm-hmm. body's not healthy enough. Uh, they might have been fit enough, but their knees are swollen up because who knows? You know what I mean? There's yeah. out there. Hey, I'm thinking of like knee swelling up, uh, cryotherapy. Is that good for you? Is that good for your body? Is that something that you are a believer in? I am a believer in cryotherapy, like cryotherapy, love cryotherapy. And absolutely, um, pre-runs, post-runs, man, if you could ro- wake up in the morning <laughs> and do cryo, that'd be cool. And uh, because it, it, it increases blood flow to the, some of those tissues, it pumps out, you know, uh, debris and trash out of the as it comes back to temperature. And uh, cryotherapy, no, is a cold, you know, sub-zero, sub-thermal uh, it's a chamber. <laughs> chamber stress. <laughs> You're in a chamber. Uh, but it's almost like having a bath for 20 minutes that you can do in three. Mm-hmm. And so it's less um, painful um, it, because sitting in an ice bath, those that have known it's like sitting in, mm-hmm. you know, things that we, you know, always are looking for is teaching people tools on how to just mobilize um, their body for pump and it's moving blood flow. And so you've heard me say, if the dude don't move, the dude, the dude don't, don't groove. groove. That's right. Yeah. And all right. So we got we to gotta make sure that dude is grooving. And so we've got to make sure that we keep you moving. That's simply doing joint mobility. That's, you know, breathing exercises. That's, I mean, we have to be crazy in our exercise routines in order to get better. And so that's a, um, a misnomer. People just think that if they feeling the sweat and the burn, although there's endorphins that are released, and you feel good. I get it. I understand. I appreciate it. And I'm not denying that factor and that p- part of it. But uh, physiologically, it, you don't have to be that extreme to uh, get a big therapeutic push to rebuild um, collateral artery systems throughout tissues that aren't getting good blood flow. So people that have no um, hair around their ankles, that is a indication of poor circulation. If you're looking at your fingernails and you look at the little half moon structures or quarter moon structures peeking up beyond your cuticles, up, oh, don't do it while you're driving. Stop it. <laughs> and um, uh, But definitely smash the like button if you like it. Um, and, and if you've got eight moons on your thumb, your, point, your pointer, your middle and ring finger, uh, smash the like button because that means that you have adequate circulation throughout your body. So. Your thumbs are indication for circulation to your brain and major exit channels. Your p- pointer finger is for liver gallbladder. Finger is for cardiovascular. Hmm. And your ring finger is hormonal. I got a question. What if they're like drastically different from right hand to left hand? Does that mean anything? It does. It means that one side of your heart works better than the other. At least and, I got the one side. And, and yeah, so, <laughs> and, That's good. Uh, let me guess, you're right-handed too. Yeah. <laughs> of course. <laughs> but, you know, but there's things we can do to repair and fix that. And, you know, it's funny. I brought some product. I guess we should talk about one some or two. Some product. You got and a lot of stuff here, Dr. I do, Chapa. I do, and I don't even know how we're going to get to it all because the reality is, is there is so much to talk about. And, um, and, and, and we wanted to talk about, you know, uh, factors – that make the heart better. So today was about like, you know, some things that's the heart. We have a machine that Jennifer and I love dearly called the heart sound recorder. And sound machine has an ability to measure the mitral and tricuspid valves um, and the pulmonic and aortic valves of the heart. And we can determine at 250 decibels. It's like listening through uh, 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 the little 
the the otoscope, uh, not the otoscope, but the stethoscope, heart, listening to the heart sound, listen to the heart, very see it graphically in a graph. It's that, pretty cool. It's pretty awesome. It's, yeah. So you could see different things, and so um, it'll change based on what you've eaten recently. Like those people that come in and they've just had their coffee on their way in. Or it's like a report change. card. It's a little bit of a report card, but the heart gets uh, nutrients so fast that you can eat a good thing or a bad thing, and you'll see those results come up really quickly on wow. that heart sound recorder. So mm-hmm. it's really important that we consider what we're eating while we're doing that. Yeah. And one thing you don't want to see is you don't want to see valvular insufficiency. You don't want to see a valve that's supposed to be closed and half open or a quarter open. You know, that regurgitation that happens is, is a stressor that the heart is having to go through. The other thing we see is the relationship, right? And the work-rest relationship, your heart is working more than it's resting, right? Think about how much how much uh, pressure that puts on the heart. And we can actually visually see that where you can actually see it. And when you see that and you're looking at your own heart, it's pretty it's pretty powerful when you see that visual rep- representation. You just mean it's working harder doing. than it's supposed to be? Yeah, Correct. technically your heart should be asleep, literally flatlined, two-thirds of your life. I mean, think how weird that sounds. That's just like offbeat? Yeah. Like, so like, okay. So you get your lub-dub, Dun-dun. right? So you when you get the lub... Dun-dun. Yep, uh, you get a space behind that love that's peaceful and quiet and empty. Okay. And then you get the dub, you know, where you get the second beat, and you can determine a space between that, that rhythm and the start of the next beat. So love dub, love dub, right? It's, it shouldn't be, it shouldn't be love clap dub. It shouldn't be love a love a dub. <laughs> I like. Taking a bath in the tub. Wait a second. Scrub a dub dub. <laughs> yes. So I mean, y- yeah. y- you shouldn't hear, uh, you know, Christmas hi- uh, songs in your heart like they represented in the Santa Claus when <laughs> it beat into mm. jingle bells. I mean, yeah. that, that sounds really cool uh, and cute on a movie, but when that stuff kind of happens in your chest, that is a major stress implication that things aren't you in your cardiovascular. Responses. Yeah. One thing that, that you mentioned last week was if you feel your heart beating, that's a sign it's not your chest. That's exactly right. And yeah. I was about to say that same thing is you shouldn't feel your heart beating. Mm-hmm. Like it should be silently back there doing its job. And and we should be, you know, happy that it's quietly back there doing its job. Right. And and so because at the end of the day, the heart is a vessel that must absolutely always be stimulated and it beats not because it wants to it beats because it's told to it's literally electrified and 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 the av node and the sa node uh via you know different pathways uh from thyroid and and adrenals and liver and create a a space of good clean arrhythmatic beats um or inconsistent erratic irregular beat patterns that now we are starting to even see that have gone into a state where people are uh, not figuring out how to fix these underlying mineral glitches. Oftentimes it's simple looking at the products in front of me. How many of these products are minerals? And, and I'm thinking to myself and, and every one of these products has minerals, but you know, the ones that I would call direct, you know, mineral support. And I'm thinking, you know, 
um, four of the products that I brought up here um, are mineral-based. One of the products has minerals in it, and, 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 and minerals are absolutely critical in making certain that the uh, heart is getting the rhythmic change that it needs for mm-hmm. relationship. Wow. So there's a lot of, of products there. I think I counted them unless I missed. Is there about here? These are all for the heart. These are all for the heart, and you could do some amazing things. And when we look at the test and, and at our class, which is next Monday night, next, next Monday night, at, at, at 630, uh, we have our heart class. We're going to teach a lot about all these things. We are offering uh, for everybody that comes an opportunity to uh, get a free heart sound recorder coupon that they can use at their next visit. Cool. And mm-hmm. um, and so we're excited to have that. And it's normally uh, about 20, 25 bucks to do that test. But I have patients that do that test every month and I have some people that we do it every three months. And um, it's fascinating what I can observe and see. I had a lady that drove in from Sugarland yesterday. Oh my gosh, you know, uh, I've got this weird erratic heartbeat going on in my chest. And, and sure enough, in her case, it was... Um, a mineral issue and a small virus. Well, there's still we're still in the middle of flu season. There's still talk of you know uh, types of strains of flu that where people are dealing with, and it's knocking people down for a while. And we have programs and products to help to m- mitigate those symptoms and to help you through that process, just through general support. Mm-hmm. You know, the wonderful thing about what we do is we're not we're not causing to do a job uh, or forcing it to do a job. We're giving it resources to do its job. Isn't that the good news? Is that the effects you're going to have doing a lot of the nutrient that we build because they're food. And and people oftentimes worry about overdosing and reactions and things like that. And so, for example, the organically bound minerals, it's alkaline ash potassium. It's, it's a, a potassium product. And obviously for some, they can't do that. But, I mean, that's okay. We have others, and these are all things that Jennifer and I work on. When we listen to people's care plans and we look at these tests, we can determine what they need to be taking more of or less of, and organically bound minerals, magnesium lactate, calcium lactate, are critical in managing some of the rate uh, aspects of rate, rhythm, and tone when we're assessing those features in the heart sound test. Okay. Do these supplements also do other things yes. for your body? It's not just for the Absolutely, and that's in, in that I mean, you can kind of talk to that. When you when you think about that, so there's so many uh, aspects of what your body is doing, and like we were talking about, the heart make feeling your heartbeat. Mm-hmm. That's pretty relatively rare, right? Very few people have heart palpitations all day long. That's just kind of a rare one. But we have symptoms all the time, showing us that we have mineral glitches and mineral needs. For instance, uh, your little kids, right? They might have, um, as they're growing, they start to have those growing pains, right? And you have that. It's just calcium deficiencies, right? So if we give them the tools for their body, so they're growing, they're growing at such a rapid rate and the body starts pulling that calcium from the bones. And so, because it needs it, where's it what what are the essential? Where else essential? are they going to get it? Yeah, uh, where else are they going to get it? They're going to need, especially when they're not eating it, right? And so, the most bioavailable forms of calcium in your foods is going to be from your leafy greens. Well, you know, in America, that's a dog fight with your three year old, your four year old, your five year old, your six year old. And so, what we do they is they seem to have bulldog grit. <laughs> they don't really. They don't. They they're don't tenacious, tough. right? They're, they're tough. But well, but remember, they're just they're gonna they're out waiting you because once you've taught them 
sugar-based foods, right? Once you've taught them that, you know, they're kind of addicted to it, just like we are as adults. I don't like whenever I get the blame, though. Yeah. Well, I, no. I taught them this, but, like, exactly. they ate it. But it was them, right? But remember, it's our culture, though, and that's yeah. the hardest thing is that we're living in this culture trying to figure out what to eat and how, over time, we're more and more nutrient deficient in what we're eating. So, you know, you're not going to get your calcium from your mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. I'm just oh, going to tell you all so day sorry. long. So sorry. I mean, that, you know, and they try to— they You try could to chew t- on the box, maybe nutrition out of it than you could actually out of the stuff inside i think uh, well yeah we got a couple questions that are coming in and then i have one too which yeah, i feel ahead. bad if i asked mine first but it's just but you're here I mean, you are the it's host. just what happens you're right here. You get there's to do always something. a perk when you're live in studio <laughs> or live at the living well clinical nutrition center um and and so we encourage you to make sure that you uh go to our live events calendar on facebook and uh, make it you know be a part of what we're doing we want you to come out and learn because Man, education will can save you life. I mean, it really can. Mm-hmm. And I want to make sure that we give you the best education possible. So yes. Ahead. So we were talking about feeling your heartbeat. So I usually, I don't feel my, my heartbeat. The, the, you know, it doesn't happen. But there is something, and it hasn't happened in a long time, but it used to happen kind of frequently where it felt like there was, and I thought it might have been, but it felt like someone was taking a knife and stabbing, you know, it would go like stab my chest like that. And then it would go away. And it was just like, man, it would just kind of bug you. And then- it would happen a couple weeks, three, four weeks or something. It would just happen again. Feel like someone was stabbing you like real quick, like boom, boom, and then it would just go away. So that's not exactly a traditional palpitation because you got, you know, I always ask, do you have deep sternal chest pains? All right, no. Okay, great. Do you have, do you f- feel palpitations or uh, irregularities in your heartbeat? Okay. Do you have stabbing pain? Is it a deep sternal chest pain? You know, like we ask, you know, what types of pain are you having? That is a muscular contraction issue, and that is a B vitamin glitch, which I can't. I'm sitting here kicking myself. Out of everything uh, you brought, I you didn't bring, bring one. The B vitamins. Hello. Oh well. But the there's they okay, and okay. Also, okay. Where you are safe, thank goodness. So and and we have this product here called, and when you mix Cardio Plus that has the um, the B, the B vitamins necessary, and even Plex E2, which gives you your heart the oxygen. That stabbing pain will melt away in, I mean, literally within seconds. Now, granted, the, the symptom is there for seconds, right? Right. So we use products to drive to in, you know, drive oxygen to the heart. We use products, the B vitamins, to dilate the arterial lining to slow down blood flow, so it has a faster chance to, tr- you know, transverse across the membrane into the cell structure, and and so we use the fish oil to make sure that the inflammation in the brain and the uh, inflammation in the heart are low enough so that you can have, one, thin, healthy blood, not so thin that you bump into stuff and you bruise or bleed out, but um, thin enough that blood is moving into those small microcapillary beds. Those microcapillary beds are so finite and small that the, the blood cells go in there in single file order. And so at the artery level, they're, they're pretty robust. I mean, there's several that can be packed alongside one another and not be lined up, you know, one in front of the other. But Cardio Plus with the B vitamins, the Cataplex E2 with the oxygen formation and the fish oil for the inflammation reduction has the ability to, re- to reduce symptoms like that immediately, especially if it's something that's happening more than once a week. Because when you have symptoms like stabbing and chest pain or deep sternal chest pains, 
those are indications that the heart is definitely under a level of distress. And so B vitamins are, it, you should take you know, a bottle of each one of these for a month. Let us do the pre and post uh, heart sound test, and you'll be shocked at how much change we can get. Mm-hmm. And even though it is somewhat, um, it can be based on if you had an energy drink you know, minutes ago, um, we can still see aspects. Like even though you had an energy drink a few minutes ago, you shouldn't have a heart rate of 102. <laughs> you know what I mean? You shouldn't have a first heart sound that is weak. You should, those are indications that we can observe even when you poison yourself voluntarily or sometimes involuntarily, right? Or unknowingly. Or unknowingly. And and we, we, we when you see those patterns happening in the heart sound test, we can come back and find a way to manage that and then see that change, you know, 30 days from now, you'll see it uh, so much more better, but your symptoms will be alleviated a lot of times inside of a week, which is fantastic. Yeah. You know, one of the interesting things that we've talked about in the past is the gradualness of of sickness and the gradualness of things happening to where it just becomes the norm. And then one day you wake up and you realize like, wow, this isn't normal. And that's kind of what happened to to my heart. But it hasn't happened in a long time. I've been taking a lot of supplements and, and, and staying active and stuff. So that's, that's a just, good thing. But just, it sneaks up on you. You just look at it and you think, okay, it's like, have you ever... Most people can identify. They've gone to a test in school, and they were kind of prepared. That was right? me, yeah, every yeah. day. And people, <laughs> people go kind of prepared. Some people go completely unprepared, yeah. and some people go prepared, right? So it, you think about that in the nutrients in your body. Some people, most people, go kind of prepared. They have some nutrients. They know to eat some vegetables. You know, we force a few things, good things down, but then do we actually get enough? So when you start having those symptoms, your body is just telling you, okay, you're kind of prepared. And they just, those symptoms continue to get worse until they're spiraled out of control. Fortunately for you, they don't spiral out of control very often. Mm-hmm. As we get older, it has a much faster, much quicker. And from us on a processed food diet from all of these years of generations food diet, we come in less prepared than the generation before us. And, you know, the average American right now is consuming only one to three vegetables a week. I mean, that's a... And potatoes like, are your first vegetable. Yeah, that's right. And potatoes and corn are in the top two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Potatoes in the form of French fries yeah, are usually the first that's, vegetable. That's that right. Have. They're good. We posted a... <laughs> did you see that? Okay, we posted an article yesterday, and I think we, it was in the UK. It's a burger, but it's a French fry burger, and I, it was just a, a, a weird thing. No, I don't, I don't think, think it's, it's a joke. joke. <laughs> it's like a it's a UK thing. It's like a, a real oh. thing. So oh. it's a Burger King. Wow. Shout out to the... You know, Alana mentioned Burger King here earlier as well, so... We have some questions that are pouring in. I'm going to ask this one. This one's from Maria, and I'm not sure if this is exactly heart-related. It could be, but she asked about acid reflux and treatments for that. Does that have to do with your heart health as well? Acid reflux. So for, for, for my perspective, acid reflux typically is going to be digestion. Right? Okay. So um, it could be the volume of food consumed. Maybe we ate, we're eating too much. I mean, I just talked to a guy uh, at the end of the day yesterday, and I said, you know, <clears throat> you're such a good patient. Like, but you fall off the wagon a lot of times. What is the the deal? Like, like where's your where's your glitch? Like, where's your thinking on like staying on the wagon and then jumping off the wagon, staying on the wagon, jumping off the wagon? 
because he's always he always knows what to do to come when he when he, things are broken he comes in and we work on him and get him back up and running. But he goes, oh, it's, it's you know it's chips and salsa, it's this and it's that. But he goes, it's primarily a consumption problem. I overconsume, and I eat way too much. And a lot of times we don't realize that you could I mean you can eat too much volume of anything, even too much volume of good things. That's why there's a, a conversation of serving sizes. Or the size of your fist is a serving size. Portion right? control. Portion control. Mm-hmm. You know, and and because if you overindulge, like you always think of Uncle Buck with John Candy eating that gigantuan steak that they could eat for free if he could eat it, and it's like it was, breakfast in in Texas, Texas breakfast, right? Yeah, but this was like <laughs> the guy made him eat the gristle and everything. Yeah. And anyway, it was just a funny. Um, play on and this was in the what that was in the 80s isn't it mm-hmm. and i mean but that's the way we have a mindset is we eat we eat and we we want to push replay and eat again and we have to stop and realize does can our body really break that much food down in one setting then i think what happens with acid reflux based on what jennifer just said the the astronomical amount of processed food that people are eating if we eat make believe food the best you'll ever get is make-believe make health. health all day long and twice on Sunday. And so if you eat all this make-believe food, you're forcing your body to break down the food in and of itself, by itself, and and you wear out your stomach acid production and your pancreatic and liver enzyme production. So we need to be eating foods that have some level of life in them still that have their own enzyme base that when we crunch – down on say a piece of garlic and you know garlic is ineffective whenever we cook it right right really well right so the the allison the part that is most important to Mm -hmm. the garlic it actually starts breaking down as you crush it so it starts building up as we crush it so if you eat it raw it's building up right into your in your mouth if you crush it and put it immediately in your food it doesn't have time to build up the, that Allison amount. So you have to, so if you crush fresh garlic, you want to actually sit and let it wait on your counter before you put it into your food. And then you rub it on <clears throat> with, with Parmesan. Without the Parmesan. Without the Parmesan. Okay, close, okay. close, garlic. You're, close. you're in Chapaway and <laughs> yeah, you right. have the Sorry. That's right. But uh, when you put the garlic in powdered form, like the seasonings, okay. so you get the flavor of the garlic, but you get none of the benefits of the superfood garlic. Okay. So there's and, a lot and of that is a, about and that's food. some of the the challenge with spices, right? Is we all those spices make our food taste good. Sometimes spices do, do not give us the therapeutic benefits that we want. And I'm, you know, I can't believe I forgot my favorite herb that put people on that are on our cardiovascular programs. Maybe I'll bring it next week. Yeah, I was like, look, and there's like no herbs. Yeah, I I, I don't know. I, I was somebody was talking to me while I was I was going through the process, so I was <laughs> just grabbing stuff. Was but, it you? Uh, it was not. Yeah, <laughs> and, and so, but it's interesting, right? Like, I, I don't know if God designed it this way or not, but here's what I know: is this week we're talking about the vitamin, essential fatty acid, mineral, uh, you know, aspect. Next, we'll talk about is the cleansing effect. Garlic and hawthorn and, and uh, butcher's broom. And I mean, we'll talk about some different things that we can put in there to melt plaque out. That'd be fun. And so, but, you know, we've got to, we got to get back to eating real food. We've got to get back to going back to this acid reflux thing. If you wear out your digestive capacity, which 
That's why so many people are on Roll Aids and Tums. And it drives me bonkers when people come in and they Number t- one pet peeve over here. Yeah, <laughs> is, is that they are suffering with acid reflux and they don't have to. Like we got Zyapan, which is a stomach acid builder. We've got, you know, HCL products that will to, to supplement, you know, stomach acids in the interim while we're rebuilding the chief cells to get them to produce. We make sure that their mineral zinc levels are where they need to be and to make sure that their body is able to repair that stomach tissue so that it can produce the acid that ne- necessary. Because what happens is when the acid levels drop too low, and I mean low meaning pH-wise it goes up. It's so confusing. But basically alkaline in your stomach, the valve where the esophagus and the stomach meet get lax. And now that what little acid is in your stomach can easily penetrate up beyond the sphincter valve, burn and irritate the esophagus. And that's typically what's reflux issues. Want your stomach to be very... So people are afraid of the acid in their stomach. They're afraid that that acid is, you know, it's a bad thing. So the idea of an antacid sounds good until you understand that once you have no acid in your stomach, you cannot, um, when you don't have the hydrochloric acid in your stomach to break down the foods. So when you don't have that acid what will happen is, is the food will be in your stomach. It'll be rotting. Right? That's so not it good. It cannot break down. So when you feel acid reflux, most of the time what you're feeling is rotting proteins in your stomach. Wow. And kind of a... Sounds gross. It sounds gross. <laughs> it sounds like, yeah. what do you mean? I don't want my stomach acidic. Of course you want your stomach very, very acidic. Vultures, their is very acidic. That's why they can get away with eating all of the uh, carcasses on the roadway because they they can deal with the back acidity the acidity if your stomach's not a can't kill the bacteria guess what's you're gonna get sick Mm -hmm. yeah the bacteria and all kinds of stuff in there yeah okay here's another question that we have and this is going back to the heart and we were talking about palpitations being being able to fill your heartbeat this is from ann good morning ann thank you for asking if you have a question feel free to ask if you shared this stream on social media please so the says how do you know if it is your heart and not a chest muscle, I had a tightening and could not catch my breath. The emergency room said heart. This happened three years ago. Yeah, so that's one of my favorites is because, again, because the heart is going to get first dibs on all nutrition, the 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 heart isn't going to allow you know malfunction to happen. And oftentimes the heart isn't going to just give out on you. You know what I mean? You're going to get these check engine lights you know, three years apart. It's every now and again. It's occasional. You have to assess a lot of factors. You got to go, okay, I had a lady come in yesterday. Her blood pressure was really high. It was like 160s over 104 or something. And she goes, oh my gosh, that's terrible. And I'm like, yeah, it ain't good. But, you know, tell me about your day. And I said, I said, are you stressed? She goes, she goes, no, it's been pretty low stress. So I had a four-day weekend. I'm like, oh, okay. Because stress is a factor. Always got to learn to assess your stress. So in a lot of times forget we just remember we had the symptom but we don't assess everything else that went into creating that symptom Mm -hmm. so it could have been she could have had a you know a bad phone call she could have gotten you know a tragic report she could have been injured she could have uh done a five calorie you know burn at the gym and did something crazy you know what i mean And, and really pushed her body beyond her limits there could have been so many factors well in this case okay this particular gal um it was a four-day weekend. It was Mardi Gras. What do you think was going on? 
she had Bible study. We had Bible study. That's right. I, I like how you think, Guardy. That's that's my man. And 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 but in this case, there there was a, a little bit of a. I must have been some beer for Un- Jesus. Unbible study. Yeah, there was unbible. Yeah, study, you know, and there was uh, six brujas uh, consumed, and 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 it was over her therapeutic threshold. And what is one of the number one constituent factors in beer? It's gluten, barley, and she's got a gluten allergy spiked her blood pressure. Well, two didn't seem to do it, you know, four weeks ago when she got into it. But when she got into six, it pushed her her blood pressure up. And so I have seen this not with just this gal. I mean, I've seen it with uh, a particular story with a a, a drink a six-pack. And I begged, bartered, and pleaded everything I could get her to get him off of the beer because of the barley. And, uh, I mean— uh, alcohol is an issue. Say other itself, reasons too. Right? Yeah, but <laughs> I mean, but I mean, I mean, just but that was the one thing I knew was like driving his blood pressure problem. Mm-hmm. And, and as I talked about last week, most people have blood pressure problems because they have a food allergy driving it. Okay. Three days go by, her blood pressure is going to regulate out beautifully, and I mm-hmm. put her on some minerals and I put her on some things to kind of detox the the stuff out for the weekend. Her body is still hungover. Do you understand? I understand, yeah. And, and and so just because you don't feel bad doesn't mean it's not struggling. And so you have to ask the question. I felt this palpitation. I felt this weird thing. How much stress are you under? Scale of 1 to 10, 10 is the worst. If it's a 7, 8, 9, or a 10, it needs intervention. You need to be at Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center immediately because we can give you tools to help you regulate that. Mm-hmm. And Jennifer and I are like experts when it comes to dealing with people in their stress because, I mean, everybody's got— <laughs> that's what we do. Yes. You know? Wheelhouse, right? Because that's what everybody is dealing with. And you can relate that right back to those, those you know, all these minerals that we've put in here for the heart is your stress is going to drive your mineral needs way up. So it, we always tell people, if you can, if I can quantify stress in units, it's two, you, you need two mineral units for every stress unit. Well, that's if we could quantify it. But then we also have to consider our heart needs the minerals just just to exist, right? Yeah. There's things that we need. And then we have people complaining that their hair is falling out. Body doesn't left if you've taken all the minerals for the heart all the way for your stress. You have nothing left. And so the body's going to go, eh, hair, no big deal. That's right, because you can live without your hair. And I know everybody on the their, uh, stream is going, whoa, 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 easy with you. Don't be t- my, my, I need hair. my hair. I, but yeah. at the end of the day, she's right, is with those mineral. So, and, and so you have a palpitation heart is broken doesn't mean that your EKG is going to be abnormal it doesn't mean that you're going to fail a stress you know a cardiac stress test because the heart is so incredibly resourceful because what does it get the first dibs on all nutrition but it doesn't mean it won't send off some flares for help yeah. hey buddy I need some help down here or it's still well, not that's enough why you get your your flares though are not always the heart Right. It's sometimes it's the heart, uh, the the hair falling out. Sometimes it's the ridges on your fingernails. Sometimes there's other things that your body will give you that are indications that your mineral levels are getting low. And eventually they're going to re- result in things like cardiovascular disease. It would if wouldn't be that it wouldn't be true that that's the pretty much the number one uh, killer of Americans if we did our minerals for our heart. It's sliding down this slope of not getting enough nutrients. Over, you know, one decade, one decade, three, eventually it's going to catch up to you. And so we use a lot of supplemental mineral support to buy time 
while we teach people how to eat well and and to start re- recognizing that, hey, man, I mean, I want you to just rely on food, but not in this culture. You know, you know, because we talked about last week, 65 cups of spinach is worth a cup of spinach in the 1920s. And that's 100 years ago. That And that goes to with Swiss chard. And, I mean, most people don't even know what Swiss chard is. Although, I, think I there do was, now. There was a run on Swiss chard during the detox at the HGV. <laughs> that was pretty fun. There must have been a big sale. Yeah, that's right. No, it was living well, I man. Know, we, I know. we intervened. That was yeah. awesome. They there were was like, a, What's there going was a dog on? fight at HGB over Swiss chard. Man, that's and, awesome. But you've got to look for these l- deep leafy greens and to get your mineral base cook enjoy them in a way that will support the body's all. I'm going to call them ex- mm-hmm. because to they're exotic. They never get them. Yeah, they don't ever get With them. The food or vegetables. And so I'm a min- yeah. I'm a mineral junkie. I'm always looking for different ways to you know put different uh, mineral bases in my system because you know I, I recognize that I too have about the same eleven meals recycled over and over again. Now my meals might be more nutrients, but the minute I start cooking them, if I accidentally overcook, if I you know overheat, you know I try to the wraps and make sure I do it well, but you do lose some of that nutrient base. What happens whenever you lose that nutrient and you're already in um, minerally deprived soil. Yes. So here's another question. This one's from Brenda. Good morning for asking this. She said, how much someone be taking? Okay. So we brought our omega four, uh, omega force in. Because we knew this question would come up. And we like this dose. This is from anchovy oil. And it's about 950 milligrams uh, of both uh, of your omega-3 fatty acids. Okay, your EPA, DHA, your EPA is going to be about 430. Your DHA is going to be about 390. And then just additional uh, omega is about 130. And um, and so with this product, this is a really neat product. And this is one of the reasons I switched. Um, for years, I always would use cod liver oil. And I still love cod liver oil. Um, the challenge though, I started running brain tests and heart tests and checking inflammatory statuses and the omega six to omega three ratio and, and looking at this ratio, uh, from a perspective, it should be six to one. And the average person was coming in at 30 to one was having them on fish oil on uh, cod liver oil. This was everything I had an idea, but it was like a pistol to a forest fire. So I recently an anchovy based oil. That's triple the. So whenever I have those patients, I can ramp up pretty heavily anti-inflammatory properties of fish oil, cardiovascular support, neurological support, and the omega force is one of my very favorite things to do that. And I have a liquid version for those that can't swallow pills, and a, a chewable version for little kids that uh, are you know adverse to chewing and or swallowing, and uh, the omega soft gels that basically make it easier for your body to. Uh, you know, get into your body. So I, I have this in my house, and I take one per day, just in the morning. Yep. And so you can, I, I typically would recommend probably one twice a day as a base maintenance, but that's all you need. That's about a tablespoon of the version of uh, the oil that we used in the past. And and so you're getting uh, triple the dose at a third of the of the consumption, which is pretty awesome. It looks so good with this Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center label and, uh, and branding on there. Yeah, I love that. It's so, legit. Yeah, so uh, very excited, you know, to have things to offer uh, line, and that's coming here soon. 
And so you can always visit our website at justlivewell.com or go at 281-554-8600. And we're always, you know, standing by, ready to help you, serve you, and be a part of what your health needs are asking for. So this is another question. This one is from April. Thank you for asking. And then there was a follow-up question to that one by by Michelle or a comment. So April's original question said, any advice on how to kick the flu? And then Michelle said, especially in children. So would you treat children who have the flu or preventative? I mean, how does that work? Is this all the same, adults and kids? It's all the same. A yeah. virus is a virus is a virus, right? So we want to make sure that they're getting all, they have the right parts in their body to be able to handle that, to kick that out. Um, Calcium's one that we won't always get, and we use a, a powdered form of calcium, Coral Legend. A lot of times when people are sick, it gets into their tissues a little faster. We use herbs. We like to use echinacea, golden seal, chaparral. There's a lot of things that we can do to get uh, people feeling better when they're having a virus. And so sometimes it takes a combination of things. Sometimes it takes a, uh, an adjustment in the office. It takes uh, several things at times, but the key is always what can you get in as fast as you can get it in? Because the sooner you get to it, the less time you're going to have to deal with it. And so a lot of times we have a tendency to, oh, I think he might be getting sick. I'll see how he is in the morning. Right. Like yep. never. Now you're never eight wait. hours behind schedule. Now you're eight hours. Well, the, I think I might have something. You might have already been behind schedule. Right. And and that, that is for sure. The minute you feel a tickle in your throat, the minute you feel swollen tonsils, the minute you start feeling achy, feverish, you start feeling uh, down in the mouth in any way, shape, and form, you go after it. So when in doubt, you know, you Congaplex it out. I've talked about Congaplex a many times on the show. And, and Congaplex, you can take, you know, five, three times a day, and oftentimes in 24 hours you knock out the bug. Um, if it's a virus, we, we lean towards uh, uh, ginger and hyssop and and uh, elderberry, and and we in echinacea, of course, as uh, and we have a herbal uh, formula that we put together for that. We also use astragalus, uh, another powerful antiviral support and uh, immune upregulator to target the body to ch- to go after viral patterns of infection. And when if we can get the body to mo- strategy in a defense to go after it, supply the basic mineral load that the bodies will need because your immune system will positively need calcium, magnesium, and zinc um, after immune problems. And so that whole conversation about one unit of stress equals uh, two to three minerals units, well, I would say that it might even be higher whenever you're sick. In your opinion, what's a 10? Because I, I struggle sometimes labeling that. I'm thinking like, what's a 10? Like, oh, I'm not that stressed. A 10 is what? So, uh, but and, and again, that's why we typically try to uh, person just dialoguing and and thinking and, and do a assessment. You know, they, if a ten borderline panic, like you're about to like lose it. Okay. You're you're. I call it the mind, the the brain, the the top's about to blow. Uh, panic attack, uh, extreme forgetfulness, extreme uh, out of control. Uh, blood pressure starts the the uh, hemi hands. You know you're feeling the uh, your chest. You're feeling doom. Things like that. That'd be a ten, right? Okay. Seven, eight, nine is like you're burning the candle at four ends, and there's only two ends on the candle. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so you've got a lot on your plate. You've got 
not only a lot on your plate, but now you've got somebody that just stacks something else on you. So you've got a tragedy. You've got a paper that's due. You've got um, an event coming up that you haven't prepared for. I mean, procrastination kicks in. And so for the next three weeks, it's tax or for the next three months, it's tax season. And all my accountants better be listening. You need a, you need stress support because you're dealing with cranky people. You're uh, you're you're dealing with deadlines. You're dealing with um, long hours. And so now we start seeing. Oh, now it's starting to affect in your sleep patterns. You're now you're not sleeping well. You're starting to dream. You're starting to see um, that you're waking up a little bit more tired than when you went to bed. And then all of a sudden you say, um, th- "That's what a seven eight nine would look like." me and so you start assessing your day a six five four three two or one is you're you've got a lot you know happening but you overreacted you know you're responding to your day anytime you're in an overreact you're a 789 or two when you react negatively the handle you blow your top 79 or two you know and in, in situations and at other jobs and just carry it on for the rest of my life is you can turn it off and on. Like whenever there's a situation there, you got to, you know, be able to handle it, but then turn it off to be able to handle some other things. Uh, there's some more questions. We're running out of time. And then I wanted to bring up my my next guest with you to mention him, but it's a real thing. So this, uh, she said, do you see clients for symptoms post chemo, like ongoing fatigue post chemo for, for symptoms? Uh, uh, ongoing fatigue because, and I'm guessing other things. At, uh, because as, at the end of the day, when they've been on radiation, chemicals. And so for, if we can go back to this conversation of unitizing, if there's a way to unitize chemical toxicity, uh, radiation toxicity in the body, you know, it didn't kill you, right? Mm-hmm. But it sure as heck weakens your system. Every toxic unit you have, it takes two to three mineral units to re- regain space and regain a foundation. All life starts at level, and nutrition is the fundamental backbone that allows your body to spiral out of control or to get traction and move forward. So I'm all about ways to give the body food, to give the body nutrition, and to give the body lifestyle to manage things that were a day-to-day, month, season-to-season, uh, you know, when you when that person is probably you know they probably feel like their stress has come way down because the chemo maybe it's past them and they feel like maybe their stress has come right down sometimes it just helps to have somebody to talk to about that because way down like you really might not have been a seven eight nine or ten she might have been a 12 or 14 or 21 some some days you feel like you're at a 21 and so people have a hard time assessing that for themselves and seeing the deficiencies in their diet, mm-hmm. right? So I'm eating a lot better than I was, so I must be okay. Yeah. And so we, we see that all the time. And so from a, you know, how do you help somebody deal with that stress of post-chemo? Absolutely. That's something we want to be there for. Yeah, absolutely. And so, and so and, and, it, and I hope that whenever we talk about these things and I show up with 12 ideas and don't get to them all, <clears throat> it's, it's to show this, that you have options. There's tools. There's information available to help you get through the the seasons and challenges of life. And that's what Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center stands for, is we want to be a resource for you. We want to educate you. We want to teach you how to live better, be better one bite at a time. And I firmly believe, and will stand on it all the day in practice, I know, is that all life starts and stops at the cellular level. And nutrition is the fundamental backbone that drives you 
to a point of being out of control or having symptom patterns that you weren't genetically or moving you in a direction positive and you're more in control. Have an answer for seasonal curveballs because you cannot predict what's going to happen when you get in the car this afternoon. You can't predict what's going to happen in the next five minutes. I can predict there's going to be traffic in the car. Drive yes, at it's times. probably. That doesn't sure. do good for you. Stress. There's there, going to be. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's all, all kinds of construction. You guarantees. Yeah. You know, but, but at the end of the day, oh, it said earlier, it, when you're prepared, people never uh, plan to fail. What? They plan to, I mean, they fail to plan. Mm-hmm. So if we can start educating people and get them more in a place where they can be ready and be prepared, curveball comes at them, all of a sudden, life begins out in their favor more. And that's what I want people to do. So for those, as we are wrapping up, we are going to be doing Heart Month all month. Today we've been talking about the heart sound, talking about some different nutrients that we can put into the to essential fatty acid load and to feed the heart in and of itself. So we encourage you to give us a call, 281-554-8600. Come see us, visit us. We have a class this Monday night at 6.30 p.m. It is going to be on the heart, posted up on our Facebook page. It is also, uh, we have coming up this uh, next Thursday night, and it is going to be our first uh, detox potluck night. Many of you will come, even those that didn't, that are curious, and greet and hang out. We love Amber and what she's doing over there, and she's at a great outreach. She's got a beautiful facility. Invite us to come over there for a <clears throat> wonderful, you know, just a donation only, like whatever you held to uh, and uh, bring a meal and come some fun that's entertainment. Cool. And, and God bless everybody. And uh, justlivewell.com, that's our website. And next week, it's KGA Radio 99.5 FM. This is Kickstart. I'm Gardy. Coming up next, I'm ending this stream with Dr. Chapa, and then we have Dr. Patel. He's the chief of staff at Mainland Medical Center and interventional. We're going to be talking about heart health as well. So the fun. Oh, that's exciting. As we learn. And I'm gonna have Dr. Chapa like call in. We need to have like a we need to have a uh, a panel. That'd be we have like all a bunch of us up here chatting. That'd be yeah, cool. Yeah, it'd be good. This is KTA Radio 99.5 FM. <laughs>